Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the Distraction Pieces Podcast, episode 204. I sound a bit croaky, don't I? I've got a bit of a bad throat at the moment. I think the uh, the hay fever might be kicking in. But um, that's not a fascinating way to start a podcast, is it? This week's guest is Jamali Maddox, and it's one of my favourite chats I've had. And it's been killing me, if I'm honest, because we recorded this about two months ago, and I don't normally sit on them for that long but um all the other podcasts i've had have recently have been kind of time specific and time sensitive and jamali's tour that we talk about a little bit isn't until, until later in the year i mean none of this is that interesting but um that's the reason i thought okay that's fine to um to hold off a bit but it kept going back and back and back and uh yeah but it's finally here, and it's great. We recorded it um, at the Hoxton Bar and Kitchen in on Hoxton Square, which is where the hardcore listing guys do their live shows. It was a great chat. I'd listened, I'd watched, I'd binged completely recently. I'd binged Jamali's um, amazing series, and we talk about it a fair bit. But he did an amazing series called Hate Thy Neighbour. And it's fantastic. It's on on Vice, so you can, can watch it at vice.com. It is on demand, I think, on a lot of, of skyboxes and things like that as well. Honestly, it's so good. I recommend it highly. So, yeah, that's great. Um, this week's podcast is, is another week where it's a double. So, um, l- last week I had Beans on Toast and Nick Hawks, and they both went down a treat. It was great to see people excited about the Nick Hawks episode after they'd heard it, because a lot of people weren't overly familiar with his name but the dude signed the prodigy and started excel and just has got so many cool stories and interesting uh views on the music industry and music and the entertainment industry and it's yeah it's a great one and this week it's a, a similar one where um i had the great opportunity to um chat to two amazing uh young ladies Coralie uh, Farge and, and Matilda Lutz, who've done this great film called Revenge. It's it's in the cinemas from Friday, uh, May the 11th, and it's fantastic. It, it, it currently has 100% on Rotten Tomato. It's really good. It's a dark, gory a revenge movie, and it's fantastic. But I'll be talking to them about, about that a lot um, on Friday. I should mention... Today's podcast is brought to you by speechdevelopmentrecords.com. By the time this goes to where we might have sold out, but we've recently brought the denim jackets back in stock with the big patch on the back, the we may not be for you, and that's fine slogan. Um, they've been flying out again. With At time of recording, we're down to our last 50 or so, but they may have all gone by the time you uh, you go and look there. But head over to speechdevelopmentrecords.com developmentrecords.com also i can tell you now this is exciting i'll do a bit of a pause because because some of you might uh fast forward over the advert bit so just let you get back we're not doing an advert anymore um on saturday it's the 10 year anniversary of angles by myself and dan lasak and that was our debut album it's the one that thrust us into the limelight and gave us a career essentially so for that at speechdevelopmentrecords.com we're going to have a very limited run of 100 copies of a new purple vinyl press 
of of angles. So swoop and get them. They're all going to be signed. The plan is to put them up on Saturday morning. If you're clever, it might be worth having a look on Friday night because I don't know if anyone is going to want to get up early on Saturday morning to update the web store. That's just my instinct. I'm not saying that's a guarantee, but the guys who run the web store are lovely and we're not slave masters. So so we're not going to be like, get up at six o'clock on Saturday morning so they might put it up before they go to bed. So yeah, just saying that's worth a look. Um, And we've also got a brand new t-shirt, which is again limited edition it's black and gold it's beautiful it's a new heggy image and for some reason through no prompting he decided to draw me and dan lasak as if we're in the film ghost and dan is demi moore um and i'm topless patrick swayze behind him as we make clay uh pots um or or vases or whatever she's making so yeah it's batshit it's weird but I'd suggest heading over to speechofelemarecords.com and um, swooping things up over the weekend. But in addition to that, if you don't want to buy anything, that's fine. You've you've supported for years. You're lovely. You're beautiful. Um, what we're going to be doing is Dan Sack has a Twitch channel. I'm going to be going to Dan's house on s- Saturday. We've not confirmed times yet, but it'll be for a good four or five hours. And we're going to be on his Twitch channel doing... Dan Lasak versus Scroobius Pip at computer games. So I'll be playing him all sorts of games. We'll be beating each other up. We'll be racing. We'll be doing all sorts of stuff, I think. And we will also be answering your questions and chatting. So if you want to talk to us, you could go on there and leave messages and we'll answer them. If you've got anything you want to say about, um, ask about our career, about Angles as an album, about individual songs, about our tours back in the day, all of that stuff, come on and chat and we're going to be having a Good old reminisce and um, and battle. So yeah, that's Twitch, and you need to just just look up Dan Lasak. I guess there'll be links to it on on Dan Lasak's um, Twitter page and social media in general. So yeah, we're doing all of that on Saturday. It's exciting. There's loads you can come and watch us. You can engage for free. You can spend money. Loads of things to do. Back to this week's podcast. Um, as as I said, I've been been waiting to release this for a while and there's been a lot of hype i've teased it a few times i know um chili ray mccormack who, who was on the dark summer shoot was incredibly excited about this one everyone i've kind of every time i've teased it i've had people going oh i can't wait for that and then in reality most of the times i've pushed it back another week or two because it's not time sensitive but um it is great just have a listen i was about to do his tour dates here but i'm gonna i'll tell you his tour dates at the end and let you just get into the podcast. This is episode, what, what number was it? 204 with the wonderful Jamali Maddox. Right, I'm joined by Jamali Maddox. How you doing, man? I'm good. I, do, I, like, I like how we uh, we didn't we didn't fuck around with this. No, because you te- you, you messaged me. Yeah, we literally. <laughs> it's been under a week. It's under a week s- mate. since we got in touch. I was really pleased because it's a weird thing. Like like people often say with podcasts, oh, I feel like I know you because yeah. I listen to your podcast. I'm f- I'm feeling that with you. 
because yeah, I hate I, that I, neighbour. Yeah, I've, I've, I've watched yeah. them all. I love it. It's, oh. it's so casual and personal that I feel like I know you. And I felt a bit bad because I thought, also, you remind me of a mate of mine, Gaz Khan. And yeah. then you came in and you said... Oh, you know my boy Gaz. I was like, yeah, well, do you yeah. feel okay about you're liking him? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're, you're, you're brown, brown beard with beards. <laughs> you know, it's like, but yeah. So, no, yeah. no, no. Yeah, yeah, I know Gaz, man. Gaz, Gaz, one of them dudes where, like, you know, when um, someone tells you a story about Gaz, you go, yeah, that's totally Gaz. Yeah. Where, like, in, it's not like everything, because like, someone was telling me, another comics with Neil Patel was telling me how Gaz bullied him into buying these trainers that he would never wear. Yeah. And it's, I could imagine Gaz was like, come on, fam, just buy the trainers, isn't just it? Just get them. Yeah. I love it. He, he messaged yeah. me yesterday. Because we were in this in this film and we got the premiere as we record this, we got the premiere tomorrow on Tuesday, and on on Sunday last night he messaged me going, I can't wait, man. See you Monday. Uh, and I had to instantly go, it's Tuesday, guys. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, yeah, yeah he's not great with a diary, is he? He's not great with a diary. Oh, guys, but no, yeah, man. I'm looking forward to watching that film. It's also got Dave Johns in it. Yeah, it's got Dave I'm, Johns. I'm Dave Johns. It's got Stevie Graham. It's got yeah, the cast is ridiculous. The film looks great, man. And me and guys have been laughing. And by the, the time this goes out, it's okay to talk about. Because we swear that we're in it for like two minutes and, and we're doing tons of press and they've done special yeah, posters seen, for us. And we're, like, promo. and we're like, all right, well, we're all over this. Yeah. But again, we're honestly, like, we, we've been joking that they've CGI'd us in extra <laughs> scenes and we're not said any of this publicly yet because we don't want to downplay it. But I've not seen it. They've got stand-ins and shit. It's, just, exactly. it's, like, it's like the back of your head, but it ain't your head. <laughs> the backs of our head constantly and they've just cut lines from Guzzy's stand-up and my, yeah, my yeah, songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, um... It's good to have you. I've been watching I Hate Thy Neighbour a lot, and I think it's great, and that's what kind of spawned this. But before we get into this, I want to kind of talk about you and, and your upbringing and your, and your, and your life, because uh, it's not something... I like it when I go to Google someone to do some research, and I can't find there. much out. I like I'm, I like, do you know, and I like, and I like that. Yeah. I yeah. like that there's nothing there. Like, I've always liked, do you know what, yeah, like, I kind of don't like that thing of everyone's information being out there. Yeah. There's some shit that you just don't need to know unless you, unless you come and ask me. Yeah. Like, I just don't think that, you know, it needs to be out there, like, you know, because people ask me, like, uh, what school you go to and all this type of shit. And it's like, what, what, what for what? What relevance? Yeah, what relevance to anyone's, completely. you know, inside? Because, you know, if you go on Google and you type in the beginning part of my name, and it has all the hits of what people want to find out. Yeah. If some of the stuff's on there, it's like, why do you give a shit? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's what's, that's what's kind of interesting. It's what works on Hate Thy Neighbour. And for anyone who doesn't know, Hate Thy Neighbour is on Viceland. It's a Vice kind of documentary series. Yeah, yeah. It's also on Sky and all this, this, this kind of thing on, on demand. And you go around... And illegal streaming sites. And illegal streaming, streaming sites, <laughs> all sorts. I mean, I, 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 was, I, was, I was waiting... Patiently for different ones to come up on Sky, and that, that, then I realised I could watch them all on Vice for free anyway. Yeah. So I was like, I don't even need to illegally stream them; yeah. I could just just legally stream them for free. But um, you go with different, you go and see different people. Um, a, a lot of it is is, is race based, but it could be right winging, it could be just, just, just extreme people around yeah, yeah, the world, yeah, yeah. kind of in a Louis Theroux way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, are we a fan of Louis? Oh, man, Louis is a dude, man. Like, I, I grew up watching Louis, like, religiously. Yeah. And that same. was the guy. And, I, and Nick Broomfield. Yeah. And, uh, and a couple of others. It's like, you know, like, I've always just been into that embedding type of documentary. And, uh, and it's weird because I'm a comic. Yeah. Like, I'm not a fucking filmmaker. I'm not yeah. a guy who, like, puts myself on that pedestal as journalist. Yeah. Uh, uh, and even, like, the show, man, like, I'd, I'll be honest with you, the weird, it's weird that this show, because... Uh, how can I put it? Like it, it's it's people say you know oh it's, 
you know, and some of the messages I get is like really like, you know, looking at it like, oh my God, it's, it's this and it's that. And it's like, really, it's just a dude asking some questions. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I try not to put it on this weird pedestal of like, you know, anything it's, grandiose. It's what kind of works amazingly is your kind of, your openness to all of it. There's, there's a lot where you're, the, the thing that I like with Louis, again, and I, I adore Louis, I've yeah. watched everything he's ever done, but a lot of his stuff you watch and you go, look at these mental bastards. Yeah. There's a fair few of yours that you watch and you're like, I don't agree with anything that guy says, yeah. but I understand why he believes. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I can understand he's, he's, he's articulate and he's good. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah, there yeah. are some mental bastards yeah, as well, of course, but of course, yeah. there are a load. And the thing that works, I think, is you seem to genuinely become friends with them in that time. Yeah. And, 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 and it's a closeness. But I'm, I'm running in circles here. The reason... Yeah. One of the reasons I think it works well is the lack of information about who you are, or yeah. let's be specific, what, <laughs> what you are. Have, uh, the, the, like race, my religion, all that. Yeah. There's people not sure if you're if you're black, if you're Asian, if you're m- Muslim, yeah, Jewish, Jewish yeah. all sorts of stuff, and that kind of that vagueness works really well. Yeah. Like, with Louis, it's it's a white man. Yeah, yeah. that's it's as simple as that. The thing that I think works and gets you under an extra layer is because of the way the right are at the moment. And it's not only the right it's that the left you talk well, to, yeah, it's the yeah, left yeah. as well. But the way a lot of people are at the moment is they're trying to do, they want to prove to everyone, I'm not racist, mm. I'm anti-Islam, or I'm not racist, I'm anti-this or anti-that. Yeah. So I think them not being sure what you are, at points, they're kind of trying to impress you yeah, and trying yeah. to... When you, and be like, hey, look at us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think that works nice. I mean, I mean, definitely, there is, there is, there's, there's always, especially with the, with the am, uh, ambiguity or what the fuck the words, you know, yeah. <laughs> you guys, I don't know what I'm trying <laughs> you to know say. That one. You know that one. But with that, it, it, it kind of opens up this weird argument because I'm sort of take on the face of what they don't like. Mm. But then also, it's good for me because I have no real attachment to it. Yeah. So if they say shit about Islam, I go, yeah. okay. You know what I'm saying? And it's that yeah. weird, and it kind of brings out their... Uh, because what, what I try and do is I just try to be there. And then what comes out is from them. Yeah, yeah. Just you know I'm saying, though? And, yeah, I, and, I, and I ask questions and do that stuff, but I'm just there. So when they're telling me, oh, you have Sharia courts, I'm like, what, what do you mean I have Sharia courts? <laughs> and then it makes them explain more of what... Because yeah. then what, what, you, what you understand is, is that they have a polarised view Mm. of what this thing is and it's yeah. a caricature yeah because uh, what that thing is is in itself is multi-layered multi-faceted uh, uh multi-racial multi-everything mm. but in their head they have beard dude brown skin probably wears one of those uh, like a muslim dressings yeah. do you know what i'm saying and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. wears a head and that's what they have in their head so i sort of take on that image for them because i'm the yeah. closest thing to that and yeah. then they attach to that and then i go well explain what you mean by that and they're and filling in the blanks and, and they're filling in, the in these they're filling in the blanks for themselves it's not me saying it because i think that's really important is and you know and and you know i have and it's like it's weird when you make a show like that because i don't think i'd i mean i probably can't say it under contract but I, you know, that, it, it, it puts you in a weird world, man. Yeah. It's a fucking weird world. So, yeah. okay, I don't know if I can swear on this problem. But it puts you in, yeah, a, it, it puts you in a weird world, bro. Yeah. Like, it's a world that you don't realise exists. And it's a world that kind of exists on the internet. Yeah. And you kind of, and off, off the film, you kind of realise how people get into the position. And it's all about left and right wing right now. Yeah. <coughs> because I think both sides are too polarised. Yeah. And I think what the polarisation does is it moves our 
it moves it moves normal political ideas and so like i am you know say if i say i'm a liberal I'm not liberal enough for the polarised to say, oh, no, you're, you're right at centre. I go, no, 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 your ideas don't move my ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, and that's, yeah, that's what's the weird yeah. thing is they're trying to move my ideas or I could be a conservative and they go, well, you don't believe in this, well, then you're a, a centre. And you go, no, 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 I'm a conservative. It, your, your idea, so, um, uh, what's the point I was trying to get to? Is, it's, uh, no, I, I completely see it's, it's something that's really prevalent with a feminism as well. Yes. People say, oh, feminists believe this. It's like, well, none of the feminists I know believe and it's five that. You can't just put this, this, this blanket no. thing of, oh, you're a feminist. Oh, so you think that men shouldn't have rights? It's yeah. Like, no. Yeah. And it's the same with, with left. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm left. Oh, so, and so you think we should just... Oh, oh, so you think there's, for example, there's nothing wrong with female... Gender yeah, yeah. It's like, no, I don't think that. I think yeah. that's wrong. Yeah, I, think, yeah, I think there's things wrong in all sorts of well, religions. Of, it doesn't mean... Well, majority of people don't hold themselves to one ideology. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Majority of people have a spread out. Like if we, you know, if we talk about certain subjects, we're going to disagree on things and we're going to agree on things. Yeah. But we could probably all come under the same camp. But we, you know, we we agree and disagree, and that's life. Yeah. And that's and that and that's how people are. But I think it's this weird thing now where everybody sort of uh, cloak themselves in this banner. I am a this. I am a that. I am a this. Yeah. And it's weird, man. Like because even like the criticism I get from doing the show, I get called a you know, SWJ and all these type of things. And I go, yeah. man, I ain't that fucking liberal. Like I, you know, I, I'm a comedian number one. I say dank shit. Yeah, yeah, on a yeah. regular basis. Yeah. And on the show. On the you show. Know, I, I like that. Some of the bits are dank, man. Quite offensive and quite. And I mean, yeah, some of them bits ain't fucking PC. Like, I no. don't, I don't, you know, some of them bits ain't like me being Mr. You know, like guys. Like, I'm not, I'm not that guy. I, you I know? can confirm that because I watched the, the the bulk of the second series that that's out so far at home. Mm. Because I didn't have the right Skybox subscription oh. to watch the first series, I watched that round my mum's. Okay, okay. So I can confirm that some of it is a bit uncomfortable to watch with your mum. You know what I mean? That's, <laughs> yeah. that's, kind of proves that, that there is things that said that you are like oh, yeah yeah yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it goes there but then but, that's, but then that's but the point of it that's the point of it and it's that weird thing of like you know because i wanted to especially because if i was going to put stand-up in it i wanted to play with the idea of taste yeah and be like what is tasteful now yeah because this guy is saying this thing but then i'm saying the thing that's bad but i'm joking so is that okay now yeah, and, it, and yeah, it's for you yeah, to decide yeah, yeah. and because there's one of the episodes where i went berkeley and I was with uh, Milo Neopolis and all of this stuff. Yeah. And in, and at the end of the episode, because there's always just, you know, sort of, uh, uh, um, how can I put this with being, uh, without destroying my career, is you, 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 you know, there, it's not just, uh, it, there's a lot of um, uh, idea, there's a lot of cooks. Yeah. In making making a dinner of of TV, 100%. and you know everyone's got their idea, and you kind of just have to. And, I, and in that episode, I was just like, I I I'm not gonna give my opinion because everyone's given their fucking opinion on this yeah. episode. Make yeah. your own mind up. Th- these are the two sides. That's Th- what I like about it. I, I years ago, I had a couple of documentary ideas in development with the BBC, and the reason I walked away was because they wanted to put elements in that guaranteed that we had a final result. Yeah. If you know what I mean, yeah. and that's what I like in in series two in particular. There's two or three episodes where it comes to uh, to the end, and you're like, I don't really know. Yeah, I don't really know know what I think about this, and and, comes, and that's good. That's like the fine. I, I like that. Like There's like not that. that that pressure to go. We put you in this situation. We have some things set up to make it all yeah, flare up, yeah. and then you have a scathing view at the end. There's points where you're going, look, I get it, and again, that's. I think it's it's. Someone in that episode mentions, or, or in, in your roundup, I think at the end, it's kind of uh, 
they they all are that whole episode is about a freedom of speech essentially mm. and milo and his alt-right people c- c- coming and doing a speech at berkeley university mm. um and the left-wing groups opposing it yeah. and protesting and the fear of stuff flaring yeah. up and all this and again the whole point there is people have kind of blurred this whole idea of freedom of speech into freedom to say something or speech about without consequence yeah, yeah, which yeah. isn't the case you oh, can yeah, have yeah. freedom of speech and i then have a right to say you're an idiot yeah, it's cause and effect yeah it's, it's and and that's what both the left and the right in the no, understand. didn't get. Yeah, because that, there's that... They were wh- both as bad yeah. as each other going, no, you can't say that. I've got a right to be here and say that I don't agree with you. And it's like, yeah. well, I've got a right to be here. And as you were saying, it was largely an episode of people standing in front of each other arguing. And it's like, well, you've got the freedom of speech yeah. that you wanted then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's happening. You're having yeah. that discussion. Well, it's that line, isn't it? It's that one line that it's like, I think I tried to sum it up in the middle is I try and say um, um, uh, one side saying you can't say that he just has yeah. and the other side is saying I want to say that you just did yeah. so yeah. W- w- where's the clash here yeah. you know yeah. and it's the same and, it, and bro it's the same it's the same f- like 100 people every day yeah. majority of the schools want to get on with their stuff yeah. you know and that's like you know and people like when, when the clip went out because I mean <coughs> if we're being realistic about what television is yeah and advertisement and marketing it's it's clips because the clip more people watch the clips than watch the actual show 100% and the clips are sensationalised very taken out of context bits yeah and yeah. I'm not a fan of that yeah but I don't control that and that's same it's, it's the reason I started doing podcasts fuck exactly amazing. for that but I can also see that there's been a few clips of Guzzy's show, Man Like Moby, yeah, yeah. that I've, I'm like, well, that's going to go viral. Oh, that's yeah, easy. yeah, yeah, That's perfect. It makes sense. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's not how you created it, but once you've yeah. created your thing, I believe if you can create your art purely and make it available, uh-huh. then within reason, however the marketers mm. want to go about sending yeah. people there, that, that, that's down to them. I no, kind no. of had that in music. was like, yeah. look, it's your job to figure out how we promote it. Yeah. I've made the art. Mm. Now you, yeah, I, th- you try I think, and I, think I think if I wasn't making a show where it looks like I have opinions about things I don't have, you know what I'm saying? And when it's very much about, okay, yeah. Yeah, then yeah, I wouldn't yeah, care yeah, as yeah. much. Maybe I yeah. think I'd be a bit more. If yeah. it was just like a comedy show, I'd be like, yeah, hey, you put out the clip of when I said yeah. that. But you they know. find the clip that makes it seem as if you're incredibly vehement about. Yeah, this yeah, one side, the- you're like, no. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, that's you know that's, that's the way of the world. But um, yeah, so there was that one bit with Milo, and people were like getting on my case, or people were like saying, "Oh, this is about to go down." And I was like, "No, there wasn't an argument." Yeah. Me and him had a pretty decent conversation. He was polite. He was, we, we, I mean, again, I need to make it clear. I think Milo is a piece of shit. I think mm. he's an idiot. I've never m- met him, but yeah. the stuff I've seen him say, I think, he's, oh, he's he's not my dude. Yeah, he's not my kind of guy. that was it. He was articulate. He was polite. He was. Yeah. Calm. And we never, we never, we didn't argue because my point wasn't to argue with him about his views. His views were irrelevant. Yeah. It was, did he have a right to say it? Yeah. So, yeah. He, you know, so all this like thing of like, you know, um, um, uh, me gonna go, but, but this is, I said, it doesn't matter. Yeah. What his views are don't really matter because number one, you ain't gonna hear them anyway mm-hmm. because it's gonna be drowned out by left and right. And number yeah. two, it's the point of, is he allowed to say it? Yeah. And that's what the point I was trying to get to. And that know? was never more prevalent. Than in in that episode that you'd try and ask a question and someone behind yeah. you would be shouting a question at them or yeah. arguing at them. It's but, like I'll uh, get to that. Yeah. And that was just really and again, it was the evidence of the left and the right yeah, just yeah. stopping intelligent and calm 
yeah. discourse being an option. Because uh, by the end of that episode, I was sick of hearing fascist and communist. Yeah. Like, yeah. those two words, I could not... I, I, it just... But then, like, you know, America itself is such a crazy place. I remember... So we did that. So we, we filmed the Berkeley episode. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, we got the photographer dude uh, who was taking photos that day from San Francisco. Really cool, really cool guy called Travis. And then he goes, hey, man, you know, there's a thing called Folsom Street Fair that's right. in San Francisco. So we're like, yeah, all right, we'll go. And it was an open-air fetish festival. Yeah. And it was in literally an hour away from each other. Yeah. And it was just two polar opposite worlds. Yeah. And, you, it, and it was too much um, uh, uh, mentally. Yeah. I couldn't handle the, the, the change in the hour. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Because like, you, you're, you're sort of in this world where there's so much shouting and venom, and then you've got this one world where people are fucking whipping each other, and you go, this yeah. is a mental... <laughs> this or, is mental, bro. Or a kind of a theme I noticed throughout the series is... Because when you were in, um, in Israel... Yeah. Um, ...with Lahava, you went to the Gay Pride Festival mm. with some people who were often thought of as terrorists mm. um, when you were in was it in New Orleans that you New Orleans with, yeah yeah, yeah. you with, went to um, that, that the, amazing party oh, but again yeah, you seem yeah, to yeah. go to good parties with the wrong people yes 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 is, 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 is what I kind of kept, and that one I got getting. I was so hung over that whole show yeah I was like <laughs> Like just getting wrecked every night because it was the Southern Deckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just going out. Was... I was going out every night and that. that that one that one I had no professionalism because yeah. I mean it was the show. The show's like I mean to make these shows, man, is so draining. Yeah, the thing I like about it is it feels like not again. It seems weird that I keep referring to the amateurishness of it, but yeah, as we, yeah, we're yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. Brian, the fact that you're not a journalist. No, really helps. It's what I think makes this podcast work is yeah, the fact yeah, I'm yeah. not a journalist it means that they're real conversations it's honest the, the, the natural conversations rather than it feeling really planned out and sometimes and, and I, that's what I feel on the show it feels yeah. like if something's happening up the road regardless of what's on your day's schedule you'll be like well should we go and film that yeah, yeah. let's go and do that My, let's go and talk about that sometimes the people we're interviewing are more professional than I am which yeah. is always always interesting because they're more media trained than I am. Right. I don't yeah, have yeah, no. Yeah. I'm not like you know. I never. Or well, the Reverend dude that was. I, I watched that yes. Pastor Burns. Last night. Pastor Burns. The black dude. Yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is, I actually like that guy. He's, he he's, seemed so engaged. He's, he's, he's such a nice a charming guy. Dude. You know, but then you look Despite at Reverend Al Sharpton. Yeah. Who is a media trained dude? Mm-hmm. And that and you know because I mean interviewing that guy was so interesting because. Uh, he just, I was excited about that because I've he wrote heard dogs, so much hate yeah. about him yeah. from the black community, yeah, from yeah, rappers, yeah. from all oh, sorts of saying how he exploits every situation of race black pimp. exploitation. Yeah, the race pimp, exactly. Yet, I, I've, I've read and heard loads about our Shelton. I saw his, his face just <laughs> as you were heading over to him. I was like, oh, this will be something. And I was like... Oh, what a, lo- a lovely man! Yeah, but, but, but then but he's like he's a king, and like he's a good guy, and, and it's yeah. not me shitting on him. But he, when I mean like the dude has this, he's been doing this for so long that like I'll ask a question and he'll know what I want to get. Yeah, but he'll give me something, and there's sort of this weird exchange he will do. He'll go, yeah. I won't give you that, but I'll give you this. Yeah, and he's just constantly, and it's like interviewing him. And the reason I want to interview him is because I kind of. Because that, that episode, you know, it was meant to be about this black guy who votes for Trump, which I didn't find interesting. Yeah. I thought, you know, I mean, you vote for the fuck you want to vote for. I think yeah. we, we've come far enough in this world where, <laughs> no matter which you are, you can vote for you want to vote. Yeah. But there's this weird thing about f- new fame. 
Right, yeah. And yeah, then I went out of n- n- nowhere. Out was of nowhere. Superstar. Superstar. And, uh. and infamy as well. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And I wanted to sort of do it. And I wanted Al Sharpton. Because Al Sharpton sort of had that same... Even, they're, they're sort of the same... They're on the same coin in some ways. Yeah. They're, they're both, it's both politics and race. Yeah. And, and, and so it's that interesting thing of trying to, you know, see the old school dude. Yeah. Who's sort who of did the same for years. For years. For years, yeah. yeah. In the communities and in the... Yeah, for real. Yeah, and... And that was, as I said, I thought that was absolutely f- f- fascinating. I'm purposely not giving any episode numbers because I think no. they're all easy to just go and watch. Yeah, they're, there's, they're all there's, there's loads of them. And, but what I really I like about it, and Al Sharpton and, 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 and Pastor Burns are prime examples of that, but the guy um, who was the, the, the pro-life guy, the anti-abortion guy, mm. um, one of the things I love about the series is it's showing that a lot of these people are really charming, intelligent, mm. nice people. And in the media, we like to paint them as evil demons, as monsters, mm. or the right are all Nazis, or this or that. They wouldn't be able to get the followings they get mm. if they were these monsters. Mm. And I think that's what was key with that guy. Because, again, I didn't agree with anything he was saying, mm. but I found him to be a charming guy. And, again, he was one that it felt like, He's yeah. presenting exactly what he wants to yeah, present here. He's yeah. really doing this, but it was f- absolutely faultless. Yeah. Every, every response, every time you asked a tough question, he had a really good answer. Yeah, for it. yeah, it was yeah. A really Roper dog man. He was, and he's, he's, his his argument on when he was saying about um, in slavery how they wouldn't slavery was about people not acknowledging that mm. black people were humans, and he was saying that that's how they look at. At babies and fetuses yeah. that people aren't acknowledging that at a certain point that they're human we're looking at and things like that it was like mm. oh shit that's 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 powerfully because yeah, it's using a lot of yeah. sensitive subjects that's and areas does. to make you not comfortable yeah. arguing against it and that's why you have to that's, why, respect, that's, and that's, that's why in my position I have to not react yeah because a lot of people go how do you stay so calm because I go like if I react yeah that's the thing that's yeah. the trigger yeah. Because then I, I've given an emotional response and I'm not thinking logically anymore. And that's never more prevalent than with the guys in New Orleans, is their yeah. thing is emotion. Get, 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 get a reaction. They go out to gay pride marches, mm. essentially, and shout that they're abominations and they're sinners. And faggots. really in there, yet <coughs> they're, they're calm as anything. They all look as if they're ready to fight. Mm. Yet they love the fact that they're not n- 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 not having to fight. And, and one part in that episode, I made. N- I'm looking at my f- my phone now because I made n- note of it. Because the main guy, Ruben Israel, a, a Ruben Israel, he looks like a tough dude and a scary yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. But he's very much, again, his logic was barely there. Yeah. On most of his arguments, it was yeah. just, well, this is my. He's, he's got he's got he's got he's got old biker chubby muscle. Yeah, <laughs> he's got old biker chubby muscle, and he loves standing there as everyone's getting angry. And there was this one. A scene and the guy's face was blurred out where this guy was really getting in his face and he was bigger than him yeah, and he yeah. was saying that I'm a heterosexual male but I think that you guys are disgusting mm. um, and everything you're against and he says have you ever f- fucked, fucked your old lady in the arse yeah. and, and he goes no that's disgusting yeah. and, then he, and then he just goes I fucked your old lady <laughs> yeah. in the arse and it was so childish and stupid <laughs> but I was like Yes, yeah, because he's got right in his face. Yeah, yeah, I remember that bit. And he goes, he goes, he goes, and he goes, he goes, no, because the Bible says not to. And he leaves and he goes, well, I fucked your old lady. Yeah, and it was, it was funny as hell. It was exactly that because it was, you'd seen that people make a rational argument against them. That wasn't what they were there to do. They wanted 
a reaction, even on that episode at the end where you tend to confront them in some way. And I'm, I use confront loosely as well because I think most of the times it is you sit, sit down and talk to them mm. and say, at points, you highlight, you know I've not just been patting you on the, on the back and agreeing. Because, mm. again, often in these situations, they'll kind of turn, turn their own blind eye to when you're not agreeing. Like mm. They'll say something and you'll say, I don't really agree with that, and they'll change the subject yeah, and go on. Yeah, so yeah. the end bit feels to me like it's going, look, just to be clear, even as a, just to be clear, when this comes out, <laughs> you do know I don't agree with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I don't want to w- walk away with you thinking I agree with everything, and then you watch the show and you're like, "What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he hated yeah. gays too." Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird thing that like people because I mean, on the whole, people aren't that upset about it. Like, you only that guy who Jeff Durbin. The guy, mm-hmm. the, the anti-abortion guy, yeah. he was upset with it. Right. But he was more upset with the channel than he was me. Right. He was pretty all right with me. He was like, you know, because I mean, the only thing that I could have done was what I said to him. So yeah. he was cool with me. But he yeah, made this yeah, video yeah. about, because he said we made him look like a cult leader. So he made a video of cutting up all my episodes, making me look like a cult leader. And it was, pretty, it was pretty funny. Because again, it, it, was is, pretty it funny. Is, it's one of the bits I laughed at, at, at loud at. Oh, when he made this big point of, no, they're following the church, not me, and all this. Yeah. And then it played the opening credits to his TV show, yeah. which is him looking like an absolute... Yeah, and again, t- tight beard, tight haircut. I can't fault him. We're, no, we're, and, but we're, I don't think there's We're rocking the same look right here, so I can't get too far Yeah, you, do, you, do, you, do, you, could, you could You could be like the new Christian pastor <laughs> of like, you know, you had, you had problems, but then you found your way. Easy, easy. But... Um, but the and question you was asking me before we yes. even got into all of that was where my, my upbringing. Yeah. Do you want to get into that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I mean, I if, you we, we, to, if you yeah, want man, to. Yeah, again, that's it. it. It's kind of... It's what you want to know about. It's always that weird thing of when people ask me. Because you don't think I'm not used to talking about myself in such a, uh, a weird form of life. So tell me about this and that. And then I realised stories that I didn't remember I knew. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I grew up in East London, a bit of a bum. Yeah. My whole life. Never really done much. Uh, started doing comedy when I was about... Done my first show at 16. Oh, wow. Bomb, bombed out. Uh, didn't do it again until I was like 18. Started taking it seriously when I was like 20. Uh, yeah, dropped drop out of uni twice. Yeah. Uh, dropped like the last time to do comedy. Oh, what were you doing at uni? Uh, I'd done film and broadcast the first time. Got kicked yeah. out of London Met. Worst nice. university in England. Uh, <laughs> and then I went Manchester and I was doing performance practice. And the reason I went Manchester because I weren't working in London doing comedy i wasn't getting no work yeah. and then as soon as i went to manchester i started getting work in london so i was coming back every weekend breaking even right. like, not even making money yeah, yeah, and yeah. just exhausted hating uni and uh, a couple things happened uh that made me just say you know i'm packing this in one of the ones was there was this weird thing where like uh, stand-up was one of the modules in for the third year yeah so jason manford came in and would watch the third years and then he said, oh, is there anyone else in the first year who want to do stand-up? So I went up and done a, done a set. And he just looked at me and said, like, yeah, quit union, go do comedy. Like, this ain't for oh, you. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. he said, yeah, just quit, man. He goes, you're doing comedy, man. Stop this, stop this foolishness. That's dope. And then I had got this tattoo done and it got infected. So I had to drop out. Of, so I, I couldn't go back to uni. And then I won this, uh, I got into this competition, the best student competition. Yeah. And uh, chul, chul, right? chul, yeah. and I got ill. And uh, I came out of hospital and done my heat the day I came out of hospital with the, with the cellulitis. I got a blood infection, went blind oh, and everything. Yeah, came out of hospital oh, that day and I sort of got through and I got to the finals and I said to myself, you know what, I'm going to work at comedy for this like four months, just every day, comedy, comedy, comedy. And if I 
get something out of this competition, not even win, but if I get something, if I get an agent or something, I'll stay with it. If I don't, I'll just quit. Yeah. And I won it, and then I quit uni the next day, and then I went full-time. It's amazing. Yeah, so I went full-time from there, but... Uh, yeah, That's yeah. dope to have jumped into it in that way. Yeah. It's, it's funny, because Chortle's one that people often kind of say, oh, no one, no one actually gives a fuck about Chortle other than comedians. Yeah. But it's like, well... Who do you think puts you over and puts yeah, you on? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's valid still. I it's mean, it's no, valid. Still, if, if, if you're getting attention yeah, in trouble, yeah. then you'll get other comedians of course, into of you course, and respecting of course. you and pushing I mean, it's, you. It's, right. I, mean, it's not, I mean, to get a good review from him or get signed for me, it's, I mean, getting signed like that is never a bad thing. Yeah, exactly. you know I, mean? I mean, I'm not saying it's going to get you on live with your Apollo the next day. Yeah. <coughs> but it's not a bad thing, you know what I'm saying, fam? So. It's good as well, though, that, um, that you had someone say to you, like, why are you doing this? Yeah, academic. Not even just, not even that. Yeah, just quit. Just quit. And There's go and just do none it. of that. Yeah. There was none of that. Like, oh, you know, soft hand. And this was in front of the whole class. The teacher. He looked me in my eyes and said, "He said, just quit, man." Because he, 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 he said, said it so casually. <laughs> he just said it like, <laughs> yeah. "Have I quit this, man?" He goes, "What? You just, what you doing? We playing true. games?" It's true. It's true. Because decision I ever made in my life. Anything bro. in the arts. And again, I think there's benefits from studying the arts in that you can have equipment and you can have access yeah. to certain things that you wouldn't have and the experience normally. of finding yourself yeah. and in you know going i think you go because the thing is i went because this was when i was about 20 <clears throat> so all that so from that 18 to 20 period yeah and like in terms of partying and shit i've always looked 30 yeah so yeah, i yeah, was yeah. drinking i was yeah, smoking yeah, yeah, yeah. so it was like all this element of like what my first spliff i never had that yeah so going to uni wasn't this like you know, mind-blowing experience where I, I finally put on my Bob Marley poster and, and yeah. you know what I'm saying? But I never had that. So for me, it was just like, you know, it was an escape. Like, I used uni yeah. as an escape. I get that. To, to, to leave London because I found it too hard and I yeah. found it too difficult and the circuit was, you know, rough. And then I went to Manchester and I couldn't get no work in no Manchester either. But that's it. That's the bit that interests me with the arts is the fact is it's an area that it doesn't matter if you've got a bit of paper that yeah. says, oh, I'm qualified as funny. Yeah, like, but how's, how, like, doesn't matter. How's your five minutes? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's junk. Yeah. Well, I'm qualified. I've got a certificate. If the crowd aren't enjoying it, you can't no. w- 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 whip out your qualification. No. And go. By the way, this actually, is funny. sir, yeah, you're not enjoying this. But <laughs> could you pass it around, please? I mean, Stuart Lee can, can get away with oh, doing yeah. that, obviously. But again, yeah, he could, is, he, could, he could show his reviews. But he then, could completely do that. But his audience would lap that up, though. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and do you, do you want to hear the funny thing? So yeah. that, right now, I'm a full-time professional comedian. You know, got an award, all this shit. And I had applied because there was, there's actually a full comedy course at Solver, uh, uh, Southampton Solar University. Right. And they turned me down. Oh, really? And, it was, and it think, it's just weird how now I'm a full time comedian. Yeah. And then they turned me down to do a comedy course. They were like, yeah. Nah, right we don't think it. you've got the chops. That's and it's mad. And then now I'm it? a full time comedian. So it's that weird thing, you know, of um, there is no. And I think you can't teach funny. Yeah. You know, if you know, because I have, you know, and I'm not shitting on. I think a lot of comedians shit on comedy courses. Look, if you feel like you want to go do a comedy course, then go do that. But yeah. if a young comic asks me, know that I'm someone to ask advice off. But if someone asks me and they go, "Hey, you know, I want to do comedy," I'll say that money you're going to put in a comedy course, put that aside, uh, book and use that for train fare. Yeah, use that for for living completely, and just go do comedy because you, you're the only way you can get better at this, and you can't do it in your mirror. Yeah, you've got you know, and and, and, and if you can get that, you'll get as much from just experience on stage or watching other comedians at shows as you would from on a, on a course. It's interesting. I had early on, when I wanted to start writing scripts, I asked a friend of mine who's a script writer and mm. he's done amazing. I was like, what books should I read about writing scripts again? She was like, 
read some good scripts mm. and do that. And with a casting director recently, I was like, look, I'm doing this acting thing now. I'm thinking of, 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 of joining some acting classes. And he was like, you're getting gigs at the moment. L- yeah. Learn on set. Learn Rather than have someone tell you how to do it, be, keep your be around people, keep your natural instincts rather than an, another drama. And again, it's, I'm not having to go at drama mm. schools, but rather than being an, an, another drama school student, kind of learn why, your... why, why are you doing acting? I love it. You I just love, love it? I, I, Did you always I love, love it? Al- always been a film and TV nerd. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. As much as music, if not more. And then, yeah, it kind of... When I started doing music, a lot of people for early days were like, oh, your music videos, you put a lot into them. It's like, that's because I love the Your music videos are dope. I was always into that. It was, that's why I always kind of came up with the ideas for them and all well, that. Even album like, covers are lit. Yeah, well, I yeah, remember cause my my going on in it because oh, when I first started growing my beard, yeah, you was the reference point. Everyone would call me, "Oh, look, oh, scrupulous beard." Because yeah, you know, I've been that. people had thought I was you when you was in Edinburgh. Amazing people come up to me and go, "Are you are you scrupulous beard?" I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm, not I'm not scrupulous beard. I love but, it. Um, and, and I mean, I, I need to tell people now if if they want to take a guess at where we're recording this. They're going to be right because we're in Hoxton. <laughs> yeah. I was like, we're going to estimate where we would be recorded. If this, someone if walked past us. right now, people wouldn't be going, What are they doing? They go, No, nah, this, is, this is standard Shoreditch. <laughs> this is standard Real East talk. London. Well, we, like, we, we fit in and I'm drinking a coffee. Like, we just, we're blending in, bro. We called it a podcast. Yeah. I love it. It's yeah. so, but, um, so East London. But yeah, no, because I remember, like, uh, yeah, because my uncle, like, I, I enjoy, I love your music too. I love, uh, Thou Shout, I think, is one of their, like, it's, it's, wicked, such, it's, such, such, a, it's such a good joint. When it, and, it's, and it's probably the lyrics that everyone recites to you, but when you're saying they're just a band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, so, yeah. like, you know, yeah. and, it, and it's even me of, you know, I don't say I'm an artist, but creating stuff. It's yeah. a, I take that as not taking my shit too serious. Yeah, because it's just And because you kind of got to put it, and that's what I like about comedy, is I put something out there, people see it, and I've got to throw it away. Yeah. And, that, and that was hard for me at the beginning, where it's like, I have these jokes and they work. Yeah. But people see them now, so it's, I've got to throw them away, you know? It's the balance of, of pride and humbleness. I came up, I, was, I, I mentioned this on another podcast recently but I came up with my I finally found my mantra in mm. life um, I had Ed Scrine on the podcast a while ago and his, he was saying he found his mantra of just oh, why the fuck not mm. and I loved it it was great because he like oh when he's going up for roles in Deadpool and all this but I realised that mine is I ain't shit mm. but I ain't shit so it's kind of you, you know what I mean it's like mm. I'm, not, I'm, I'm not shit but equally I ain't Oh, I get you, I get you, I get you. I ain't shit, but I ain't shit. I thought thought you just said the same thing twice. I was about to to put my hand on your shoulder and say, no, you're someone. Are you you okay? (laughs) You're someone, brother. But that's it. It's it's having that. that. It's it's having that belief of not thinking there's anything special about it, but equally going, no, but I'm doing... You're doing what you want to do. And again, you're you're doing comedy. You're making documentaries, but still, you're like, still, it's like... I don't want to think it's art as such. It, no, it's it is just what, what it is. is I'm doing man. what I'm doing. That's why I mean, some, in some people, you know, and I, know, I'm not, I don't mean to hurt people's feelings, but when some people like, you know, the doctor, I go, yeah. you know, yeah, sure. Yeah. Like I just, I just never. I mean, it's probably one of the reasons why I'm not more successful because <laughs> I'm very much just like, yeah, you yeah, know. It's but you know, I'm, it's fine, you know. But yeah, I just, I just never really, you know, because I mean, when I first started comedy, this is some. She, I already talked about it, but when I first started comedy, I remember I met, met, when I first met my agent, he was a good dude, and uh, he says to me, what do you want to do with your career? Yeah. And I said, uh, I want to play Amsterdam. I want to do this club called the Tumla. And they yeah. laughed at me. And they were like, yeah, okay, all right, but what do you want to do? And I said, I want to play Tumla. And they, were go, and, they, and, they got, and they got to a point where they're like, mate, you'll play fucking, stop saying Tumla. <laughs> 
and say some other stuff. And I was like, yeah, I'll do some other stuff, but I want to play tumbler. Yeah. And about six months, I played tumbler. And then ever since then, I've just been, yeah. I've been riding it. And, you know, there's been ups and downs. It's weird because I've never really, it's not like I don't enjoy doing the other things because I do enjoy it in some aspects. But, um, you know, like I know what I love. It's, 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 good, it's, not it's good that you get to showbiz. bring comedy into it as well. Yeah. That, that you have stand-up in the show. And again, it's not going to be parts of your, of your routines. Or no, set, but no, again, no. one of the things that I think comedians get more comfortable when they realise... I, I was speaking to Chris Ramsey about this, that he did his first Fringe show and he got loads of love and mm. was nominated. And then he was scared because he was like, well, that's my whole life has built up to doing yeah, that. That's all the experiences. The realisation is that it's not about the things that happen, it's the way that mm. you can look at them, the way you see them through yeah. your eyes. And that's what works on the show, is the, the, the stand-up bits, in a way, are segues, in yeah. a way, are jokes, in a way, are breaking the mood, and things like yeah. that. But it all... Yeah, it, it holds yeah. it together. It shows yeah, that well, I try. this I, is a comedian yeah. doing this. It's not... Oh, yeah. Gus Khan. Gus Khan? Yeah. <laughs> You got me. It's not Giovanni Maddox. It's, it's definitely not Gus Khan. It's not the documentary. It's, it's like, what no, I want to do is I'm I want to. If I make another season, I want to slip Gus Khan in it and just edit it and not mention it and Mate, just see it and just see it and see if people notice. Legit, I'll, I'm going to talk about it afterwards. But I've I've had an idea for a series that me, you, and Gus can do. It's, it's amazing. Great. It's document. It's beautiful. But you know, great. I love the confusion of just three dudes yeah. of different ethnicities. Yeah, with big beards. We're all that, different. That are all into rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah basically, it. basically, it. yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, I just love that. Like, it's just, it's just. And then when we connect, then what do we become? Yeah, we, yeah, we're yeah, either, yeah. we have a bunch of hipsters or we're going mosque. Like, there's and there's, and there's anything in between yeah, that. Exactly. Is it anything? And, you know, and, and that confusion as well that all of us will, will, will at some point have been called a Muslim. Yeah, have been called. Um, a Jew, yeah. Because all these different things, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, but we've got com- we look completely different, all, all completely different. different ethnicities. Yet we've all yeah, it's yeah, that yeah. simple thing. Um, so I'll, again, I'm going to keep b- b- banging on about the series. I'm afraid, <laughs> but uh, uh, one of the things you touched upon was the guy who kind of he wasn't happy about it. Are yeah. there any people that you've kept in touch with? Because again, I made a note of one dude just v- again. On the Ruben Israel one. Oh, VJ. VJ was just he hilarious. Loved it. He, he was just great. Do you know what? Ruben Israel and all them loved the episode. Yeah. Like, they don't... I mean, there's some... I mean, because they're all different people. Because they're, they're the ones, yeah. though. They're the ones of all that they want people to be outraged yeah, yeah, yeah. at them. Yeah. So all the others, it's kind of... I can see that some would be, oh, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but yeah. some of them... But, but then it's like, it's weird what some people get upset with. Because some people get upset and I'm like, dude, it's what you said. Yeah. I yeah. can't... Yeah. You know, because people got this weird thing about this weird mentality of what edit can do yeah and edit can't i mean edit can be a bit fucked but yeah. it can't change the words that came out of your mouth yeah you know what i'm saying you said that statement and that's yeah. you know and you stand by it but um i know i don't i try not to talk to anyone to keep in touch with anyone no man <laughs> no i've had i've had a few people reach out to me and there's a few people i wouldn't mind talking to like there's, there's the kids from the brat camp i like to see how they're getting on yeah oh that was one that that's the best episode. Series two was my favourite episode because yeah. it was one that so no comedy. storm is essentially it's it's, it's a prison camp. For scared kids straight, to go scared, to. scared. No, it's a real prison. Yeah, and they clear it out. And what they do is they get these kids who have been bad, and they're seventy bucks or thirty bucks, and you put the kid in a, a prison for weekend. Yeah. And they have, it's like scared straight. And that show scared yeah. straight, and yeah. they beat them up and shit, and take them to. Um, <coughs> take them to prison cells and you know prisoners shout at them, and they're literally th- th- throwing these poor kids yeah. about, but. The more the episode went on, the more you saw, the more you spoke to them. You, I was like, 
all right, this is kind of cool. You and don't then know. The, again, it's my favourite of your confrontations as well. Because, again, I like that you're not going in there and going, well, here's our end confrontation to, well, yeah, to get an argument yeah. and all that. But when, again, <laughs> spoiler alert, but one of the boys' mums is late to pick mm. him up. And he's sad, man, because he's, mm. he's done 72 hours. And it is. The, the, the parents go and have a lesson as well. Mm. And that's the bit that started to, to win me over. As soon as mm. they had that bit, I was like... Oh, so this isn't just yeah. beating and that, up kids. And that, and that guy who does the class is one of the most naturally funny dudes. Yeah. Because there's one bit where he goes, um, uh, uh, he goes, why, why are you trying to be like the other families? Why are you trying to be like the Johnsons? They having steak, we having fried bologna. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, that yeah. old southern black dude yeah. jokes that you can't talk. It's just like, uh, and uh, he said some other funny stuff. But um, And it's, again, it's uh, one of the sad and emotional bits because the yeah. mum turns up and this kid has gone through it, and again, he's supposedly a naughty kid. But you, as she, as she turns up late, and you're and you're saying to her, "So what has to change now?" Mm. And she's saying, "Well, he's got to behave yeah. and all this." And you're like, again, a really subtly but confrontation. He's still saying, "So it's only him yeah, that has to change, right?" Yeah. And and, she, and and she never gives an inch. Yeah, and she never says, "Yeah, I need to think." And about she never will. I'm hours and hours late. Yeah. This big deal. Well, you I shouldn't know. say she never will, but yeah, yeah. it's just that. Yeah, that episode's hard, man. Like, that was hard. Because, I mean, I saw what they went through. Yeah. And and the thing is, like, I was a shit kid. Yeah. Or what's regarded as a shit kid. Yeah. So I got it. Yeah. And they're not shit kids, man. Yeah, no. I, don't, I don't think they're broken. I don't think yeah. that, they're, that they're done. I don't, I don't believe it. Mm. And it's when I saw that and I was just like, you know. I, I, do you know what I, I, you know, because I think my initial thing was this program, how can this exist? But then what I kind of got was how can this exist? Like, yeah. what have we, where's, what, 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 what has happened to make this a possibility now? Yeah, yeah, Do you know what I'm saying? Why aren't there, why is this kid like this? Yeah. Like, what's happened to this? <laughs> what's yeah. happened to this kid? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's that weird thing of it's like, you know, and it, look, and it really, and it, and it had desperation in it. You know, because these prison guards were desperate. Because, you know, and I, when, when the prison guard said to me, look, I don't want these kids in prison, I don't not believe them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, that was it. The first time you meet the prison guards... You think, oh, like, they're enjoying this. They're a bit Fuck off, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah Beating yeah. up on a kid. Yeah, trying yeah, to look yeah. tough. And yeah, yeah. like, mate... And yeah. even there was one kid who was about a 15, I think, but he was put together. He was yeah, he yeah, the yeah, starters yeah, of an yeah, athlete. Yeah, I was yeah. like... If this kicks off, yeah. I'm putting some money on it, you know, because some of these prison guards ain't looking that yeah, yeah, ain't yeah. looking in that good shape. Um, but again, it was when you then talk to them a bit later on, and they're like, "Look, when we physically exhaust them, their guard goes down a bit, mm. and they open up more. And when we ask them about stuff at home, when we ask them, and there was so much good logic in there that at first it looked like this is just mm. some stupid American mm. scare them straight. says scare them straight. It's like no, there was a lot more. And it kind of gave me a different view on cops because even like the the guy, the sheriff who ran it, Big A. Yeah. And one of the guards, like both of their kids were in prison. Yeah. Like Big A, the guy, who, the sheriff who runs the program, who's like the sheriff of the town. Yeah. His son's doing like 30 years in prison for cocaine trafficking. Yeah. And you go, man, like there's, and he was crying. And he's like, this is like a big guy. He's like six foot four, 
built like a shit brick house. Yeah. You know, he's got war stories, man. Yeah, yeah, he's he's yeah, one of them dudes yeah, yeah, of like, yeah. I've killed three people and I'm blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And, he's like, and he was telling me this one story about where he had this, he had a shootout with this guy and the guy shot the pin off his grenade. So that, and we're, and, we're, and me and the, <laughs> and me and all these grown other men are just standing there going, what happened next? Oh, what next? <laughs> and then what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, like, and he, he was telling us one about he had this shootout with this guy for four hours and then his dad pops out the window and starts shooting at him and we're just there like, oh my God, this is crazy. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, and he's there bawling his eyes out saying how his son's in prison for the next 30 years. And you kind of go, man, like, you know, there's some other motive of why he's doing this. Yeah. And you kind yeah. of, I, you know, I just, I don't, you know, and it's one of those episodes I, I just don't know. Yeah. And I, and I don't know. And I kind of, you know, I, so, don't, so I, I would like to see how they're doing. Yeah. But all the other things, I mean, I've kind of, and it's weird because I think now I'm really trying to detach from that world. Yeah. Because, like I said, that world's weird, man. That world, and it's like the world infiltrates your Facebook, infiltrates your Instagram, yeah, infiltrates your, your Twitter. Like you, I go on, I go on YouTube and I type in Marvel films. Yeah. And and I put up, a, you know, I'm a big comic book head, so I'll click on a video, you know, about you know the ten times Galactus got punched in the face or some crap yeah, what yeah, I watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 under that video, all my suggested videos are like how Marvel's become SWJ, how Marvel's racist, how Mar and. It, because it's all targeted at yeah, me because yeah, yeah. of years of doing the months of research. Yeah. So then now it's that decompression. And it doesn't help when the show's going out and, you know, and then you're getting, you know, and you're getting even, you're either getting, uh, you, know, and I, you know, I put out the videos and the comments you get either, and negative and good are both weird. Yeah. You know, and they're, it's, both, they're, extreme. they're both extremes and yeah. weird and I don't like either. Yeah. So I try to really uh, detach myself from that world now. But again, I, I like a lot of that that comes across in the show is... is the realism of that it's not a preachy kind of oh look at how yeah. bad these people are with i enjoyed it it came to mind because you mentioned a changing of view on police in some ways the the one that i f i didn't enjoy the most which was because it was good but was because it was the uk one because mm. all the others even the racists they seemed there was like the 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 southern guy who had mm. who was an adorable racist who had a really horrible racist wife. But again, he was a lovely dude. And he was such a charming, nice character. He was just, when you talk to him about his mixed race children, mm. he generally seemed to have a breakthrough at the end and all that. All of them seemed to have something there that was good or, or at least some kind of l logic. Mm. And you came to the UK one and the dudes were just fucking idiots. Mm. And didn't know what to do. But in, again, it made me think of that one because at one point the police came to stop the young lad told me from putting up anti-Islam posters and in your little bit yeah. in between you were like part of me was like yeah stop him but part of me also was like fuck the police because again yeah. even though she was doing a yeah, good yeah. thing no but it, but it was a weird thing cause, and there was that weird thing of like I was saying like you know because he made a good point he was like well, what's offensive yeah. and you kind of go well I find that offensive and you go yeah no it, yeah. you know I mean are, are we you know uh, you know is offence yeah. A, a, a crime I don't yeah. you know what I'm saying so there was <coughs> and, completely. Completely. and that and the end of that episode that, well, that was the one time it it flared up well that's properly. a weird that was that's the, what was interesting yeah it was weird because I mean that was one of the that one really tested me as a person mm. was what happened was is so you know we've I've talked to him about this thing and it sort of flared up more than it should have. Yeah. And you gotta understand this I've come I've just done six episodes this is the last day of filming right so I'm I've heard it all before. I'm yeah. drained. I've, I'm, I just can't do it anymore. And I'm in my own country. Yeah. And I'm yeah. hearing this shit. Yeah. I'm in my own fucking country. I'm hearing this. And then, and then, and it all keep. And then he tried to get aggressive. 
And then what happened was is I took off my jacket to go confront with him. Yeah. And my camera guy just put his hand on my chest, no, my, my sound guy put his hand on my chest and said, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And it you really, and I, and I just, and I just, and I realized at that point, and I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not out here, you know, uh, cracking skulls, taking names, but I really at that point was going to fight this person and not because it was him. Yeah. Because of all the other stuff I heard. Yeah. And, yeah, and that's yeah, like, yeah. you know, it that and it day. all built up that day. And I was like, and I have really had to check myself and realize and go, well, what, what am I going to do here? But that's a perfect example of, of the experiences of both of you. Mm. So you're someone who would have grown up again in ways, having those things build up and up, having some Mm. kind of racism, things like he's someone who as happened throughout the episode has said racist stuff. And when you've called him out on it, he's laughed it off. So he's not really acknowledged that, that, that you uh, don't agree with him uh, and where it flared up was him saying oh you're not gonna t- turn on me now are you and you were like well you know i don't agree with you on uh, all this tommy and he was like it was like you're turning on me now you've been with me been mates and all this and i, and like, I think i think, no, I, I, think I called he, you out on this like, like yeah. when he was saying that, that that the first slaves were blacks taking whites as yeah, slaves yeah, 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 and just yeah. stupid stuff and yeah. again it's weird because it's it's it is funny to watch because yeah, yeah, he's yeah. going it's in history and, you, and you're like Bro, tell me where it is. When no, no, did this no. happen? He's like, I don't know the date. Yeah, I don't know yeah, the yeah, date. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I say, Tommy, I love you, but this is fucking mental. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's great and it's funny, but you realise that you know, he's grown up around that. He's yeah. grown up where people, rather than confront him, have politely disagreed. And again, mm. I grew up in, in Thurrock, which is a stronghold of UKIP. Oh, you're like boy. And again, it's that thing of, for years, I always had the, oh, he's all right, really. Yeah. And then, again, about... Five to ten years ago, I stopped with that. And just, mm. there's people that I used to have a laugh with, but I won't talk to now because they're racist. They're not mm. all right, really. They're mm. a racist. Mm. It's kind of, yeah, well, he's grown up in this. It's like, cool, I don't need him in my life then. Mm. And it's, it's hard. it was that kind of thing, though. It was that kind of thing where he suddenly had that slap him in the face, where he's, every time you've argued with him, he's not realised, or he's not taken in that you're, no. you're disagreeing with him here. And it well, was, he built, he built, it's throughout he, the episode. He's, he not, built, he's built a relationship in his head. Yeah. And the, and the thing is, and if you listen to what he's saying is, you've betrayed me. Yeah. Because I mean, I bet he's been fucking Completely. betrayed his whole life. Yeah. And then he feel like I've done it now. And you know, and I felt, you know, because there is that weird thing of, you know, I do have moral uh, uh, dilemmas yeah. making the show. And, and I do question what I do. And I do, you know, and I think, I think, is this the right thing? Are we doing the right thing here? Have we just gone and baited someone into or is this? It, or has it been a learning curve in that respect? Because I, yeah. I do feel there, there were yeah, some episodes change. I watched and thought, oh, you've kept quiet in the moment. And again, sometimes, because it's dangerous as fuck, but uh, you kept quiet in the moment and then in the post, but you're like, how crazy is this? Yeah. And then more and more, you're kind of in the moment m- m- making sure you're saying... So why do you believe that? I don't agree with that, but yeah. why do you... Do you know what I mean? At least acknowledge and put well, that you, in. I, I think you kind of... You don't want to feel as if you're... Yeah. You're buddying I don't, I don't, up with yeah, someone I don't and going, fuck that. Yeah, I don't, and I don't want to do that. And you know, and plus this is like my first TV show, yeah. where it's my show. Yeah. And you know, you you, learn, you, you know, I think the first the first series, if we're being honest, it was... Uh, 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 I was very naive. Right. About the industry and about yeah. what this thing is and how things, you know, and what how this works. Yeah. So, you know, you have to re really, you know, and it was, yeah, the second season weren't easy to make either. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a stressful show, man. Yeah. And it's just not, you know, it's not, you know, and it, it, you, you know, and I, I kind of missed comedy. Yeah. Like, I missed funny. 
Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. They, and it's that weird thing of like, you know, comedy's where my heart's at, man. Like, I yeah. just like being fun. And it's weird. It's put me in this weird world now mm. where it's just, you know, this world. So I've kind of. Because really like I said, it was, it was interesting. I mean, bar from today, I don't even really talk about the show. But yeah. if people ask me about the show, I don't really talk about it. Like, yeah. It's that weird thing of, you know, obviously I, I, I respect what you do. So, I mean, I'll talk about it with you. But yeah, I don't. Um, it's not. It's not. Uh, it's not a thing I've. Uh, uh, I've really delved into. And it's kind of interesting to, to 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 live like that a bit, though. I I recently did James O'Brien's podcast, and I really enjoyed it because literally four or five years ago now, I stopped doing interviews that are about me. Because mm. I'll be honest, I won't name any names, but I saw four or five different interviews with bands, yeah. and they were had nothing to say, but were saying it. Yeah, with yeah. passion for hours and going mm. on and on and on. It was like, right, I've not got anything to say on that. So again, I understand that if you're kind of going to go, I'm going to, I'm going to wait until I can have a good discussion about it. Yeah, and not saying that this, you know, no, no, I'm the best. No, 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 you know what I mean? But, that, but that's the thing. If I don't, rather I just, than just, oh, let's talk about this one bit that flared up or this, yeah, or that. yeah, because I mean, it's very, you know, I like, I just kind of don't like sensationalism. That yeah. much, and it's weird because everyone says that's what my show is, and I try to not make a show like that. So I kind of, you know, you know, there's this again. Part. That's what I like. I don't think it is that. I think it's got that yeah. tone, and again, the 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 friendliness of it all, and not to pick too much up on on nuances, but a phrase that, that you use a lot when saying goodbye, which I think really sums up the the relationships with these people that you might not agree with. Is is I appreciate you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. At, and you say that a few times, and it summed it up perfectly for me. It's like you're not agreeing with them, you're mm. not. But in those moments, you are spending a day or two with yeah, someone, they give me time. and you're getting into yeah. you're getting some kind of yeah, relationship yeah. They give me with time. them, and it's but yeah, it's that, that. But yeah, but definitely with the second season, I kind of wanted to do more everyday things. I think you know, Nazism is so, and it's like it's, it's sort of so polarizing. But then it's very small. And again, to, it's not everyone's to, a Nazi, you know. To highlight as well is you go and talk to, because of the commonly held. A belief, an understandable belief that black people can't be racist. Mm. You do an episode going and finding <laughs> yeah. some black racists, yeah. and they're proper racists. Yeah, man, they're that's one not, of the ones. I'll, they messaged me. Remember, you said oh, they really? were contacting yeah, yeah, yeah. me. He messaged me. Yeah, because they because like uh, they messaged my fan page because they thought when I was doing the Apollo, when I was doing live the Apollo, yeah. they thought I was doing the Apollo in Harlem. And they're like, yo, oh, we're coming down. Oh, like, mate. because they're like, uh, I mean, they dress them am- yeah. amazingly. Out of That's everyone, it. they have the most sense of humor. Because they think they know what they're doing is mad. Yeah. And they have a sense of humor. Because when I say to them, like, yo, that door knocker you're wearing is crazy. And you're wearing a lion and shit and yeah. leather pants, yeah, you're yeah. crazy. They go, yeah, it's a bit fun, isn't it? Studs yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Bollocks, but they, they like, they, they are, they had the most sense of humor, like, out of all of them. Like, there'll, there'll be bits where I take the piss out of them and they'll give it back. And there's no, there was no, um, in, same with Ruben Israel, really. Yeah, Ruben yeah. Israel, for all, of, all intents and purposes, if I criticised him jokingly, he never took it personally. Yeah. You know, he didn't yeah. take it personally. Same with the Black Israelites. They didn't take it personally. Yeah. They knew I don't agree with them, you know. They, but then, uh, and because I, because my dad's Which Jamaican. Which is weird, because they're the two that were the most shouty and confrontational yeah, 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 in public. Yeah, 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 the rest yeah. were quite polite. They're the two that were the most feeling as if they're going to beat people up for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they're the ones that you kind of... Yeah, but they were like, uh, the Black Israelites said some of the funnier things. Yeah. And I don't know if it's... Because it was, I think, (coughs) with Ruben Israel and the Black Israelites, they're so ridiculous ideas that they're funny. They're not everyday ideas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the fact that they think every white man is going into... It is 
Well, that was the thing that was great, was that episode ended, and it's one of the ones I watched with my mum, and my mum was like, so, they hate all white people. I'm like, yeah, she's like, but do they hate black people as well? I'm like, yeah, they hate quite a few black people as well. They hate Africans. They're pretty open on their hate. Yeah, yeah, they hate everyone. And they don't believe that they're African, or they think they're Israelites, and all this is like, mate, they're the... They were amazing. But they did. There was one bit with a radio. And they like, dressed like the the bad video. Yeah. The, the Michael Jackson yeah, bad yeah, video. They looked yeah, the bollocks. Yeah. It's like, yeah. But they're, just, they're just like old 80s rappers when they first yeah. came out. Like, yeah. You know, that rappers. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but yeah, but they, were, they, they keep on calling white women Becky. And right. they keep on saying, like, they called white people Becky. And they go like, look, man, I know you like Becky. And it was just like, and some of the stuff they were saying, you're trying not to laugh because it's yeah. horrific. But in the comedian in me is just like, because there's certain bits in the show where someone says something horrific. And I've got, you know, you have to be gallows humour about it. Yeah. Or, you, or it's just depressing. And yeah. I've got a whole crew of me you've got to kind of keep up. And some of the stuff people would say was just ridiculous and hilarious. Yeah. Like this one guy where he's like, I'm neo-Nazi in Ukraine. He's like, I'm a neo-Nazi and I don't want any, any other race here. And I go, can I go? He goes, you can stay but everyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, it's ridiculous. That was, it? I, mean, I mean, the Ukraine one's a great one to, I mean, we'll start to wrap things up as, as we're at an hour, but, but that cool. one was fascinating because all of the situations you put yourself in, they feel, you know, they must feel quite dangerous mm. but there's a safety in that those people have agreed for you to be there yeah. in the ukraine one was they when you went to a festival and you went yeah and you had a guy drunk yeah really close to, to your face yeah. talking about how he's a nazi he's a nazi yeah no that that and one right and, th- and that was the one that felt dangerous oh that, it that... felt scary because it was like right everything else and again it's, it, it made me think oh you can get you can probably get caught up in, oh, I'm making a TV show. Yeah. This isn't the real world. And then suddenly you're like, oh, there's this Nazi festival. Let's go to that. And then suddenly you're like, no, oh, we didn't I know. Could get killed. We didn't know. You'd been invited. Oh, yeah. That, no, that's so right, we, we invited. Yeah, a, but then they then invited. Us, power. And then they thought we were going to leave early. So they were like, oh, come to this festival. It's just a music festival. And then, you, and then they thought we were going to leave, but we got there late. And they're like, you guys are going, right? We're like, nah, we're going to hang around for a bit. And we saw the first guy do the Nazi salute. Yeah. And we're like, oh, quick, catch you on camera. And then, like, five minutes later, everyone was sick hailing. And that was the one where, <coughs> like, you know, because I had the translator with me, and she was saying, like, you know, everyone's saying that if you step in this mosh pit, there's, and everyone had knives. And we saw stabbings. Yeah, we saw, I saw a guy get stabbed in the head there. And that was the one where people were, like, openly threatening me. Yeah. Like, saying, like, you know, but if you better leave before sundown, because we're going yeah. to kill you, basically. Yeah. And, uh, and I stayed, because I'm an idiot. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, I, you know, it's weird, man, like, because everyone goes, oh, you're so, you've got big balls. I go, nah, I'm just dumb. Because I, it's sort of like a, a post-regret yeah. you get doing that type yeah, of stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, it's all yeah. post-regret. It's like going bareback. Yeah. You, you, yeah. At the time, you're just like, this is going to be, and then, and then after, you're just like, man, I've, you know and, what I'm saying? And, and it's a stubbornness in there as, yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, I felt that half the time when everyone was mistaking you for a Muslim and stuff like that. It's like, because I've had that in the past. I've had, in, again, in a, in a local pub, I've had a guy telling me why people are like me sh- shouldn't be in this area and shouldn't drink in a pub like this. And I'm sitting thinking, yeah. I've born under a mile from this pub yeah, and I've yeah. lived in this same town yeah. my whole life. But you've got I was too hair. stubborn to tell him I'm not a Muslim. Yeah, Because I was like, if I tell him I'm not a Muslim, it's like going, oh no, I'm not one of them. I'm one more right. I'm, I'm going like, so why? So why? And again, I'm thinking, I'm about to get the shit kicked yeah, out of me by yeah, a bunch yeah. of race. But too stubborn. 
too stubborn. Yeah, it's man. Like, you got to sometimes. Go. Sometimes you can't. You know. Sometimes you've got a, 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 a you, you know, there's, there's only so much in life. You can go, okay, you know. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, like, you know, I went and I looked the devil in the face, man. I said, bro, I'm here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's, I mean, a lot of the time as well, and I'm not, and you're saying, this ain't me being fucking Mr. Tough Guy. Like, I've lost more fights than I've won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh, oh. Like, uh, definitely. But at the same time, like, you know, it's like, it's like one of the reasons why I didn't get killed was because yeah. people thought I was mental. Yeah, because they were like this well, one guy of the first going ones in in Israel when he's training his young kids to fight to go and yeah. go and basically have fights at the game at, at the Pride Parade. Yeah. In that, they ask if you want to put on gloves and fight four or five guys, and I'm sitting there like, all right, and then you're like, yeah, all right, and I'm like. What's going on here? What's, yeah. what's, and, and again, you go in and, and you scrap. Well, that, you that, yeah, that was a, yeah, that, that, that whole situation, uh, yeah. But again, he had to it's kind of a... explain calmly that you're, although you're not a Jew, you're not, because yeah. were they anti-Muslim? Or, yeah. Again, I'm, I'm trying to remember what they were. No, they were, anti, they were anti, anything that wasn't. Zionism. But, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. But yeah, man, like, you know, all of that stuff, man, like, you know, you know, because you do, you do, you do look back and you think, is it worth it all? Yeah. And uh, honestly, I don't know. It's powerful, man. I don't Listen, know. I've, I've, I've really enjoyed all of them. And again, it it does have those moments of of comedy in there as well, like with the or again, I mean, the American racists, the American Nazis, yeah. them attempting to burn. Oh, a that, I'm, sitting, I'm sitting, I'm sitting across the road with the with, with binoculars, the and yeah. then the dude came over. What was his name? Ken. Oh, who yeah. was just a character from a film. He yeah, felt yeah, like yeah, it was yeah, an yeah, actor yeah. playing a character. And it was that the wind up on that. That one was the one where like I really lost all sort of professionalism, and I was like, I'm just going to do the wind. That, that's when I thought I need to be a comic here. Because again, he was, was like, just right, you up. can come here, but don't come down yeah, there. And he was far? asking like, so if I come down, what will happen? He's like, just please don't do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the thing was, what situation. I wanted to do was, is when he came over, he sort of came over with the sort of puffed up chest, yeah. like, you don't come over here. And I was like, let me see how far I can push this. Yeah, yeah. I was like, how far can I go? And he was, and then he just breaks down and goes, please don't please, do that to please don't do Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was you know, like, funny. Mate. And then there was that, and then that bit as well is, uh, and I proper, that was one where I was really dumb because I was winding this guy up after. It never made the show, but I was yeah. really winding this guy up to the point that he was turning red in the face. Yeah. And it's because I was funnier than him and I was quicker than him. You yeah. know what I'm saying? There yeah. were so many elements to why yeah. I could do it. And because, again, but, they were such idiots. Yeah. The, 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 the guy who's saying that, Cats and, <laughs> yeah. and Chinese no, no, no. people, and there the goes uh, dolphin, dolphins. Come from white people. White people are dolphins. Again, it was just wolves are, are Russian people. And but shit, but yeah. the, the again, I can't remember his name. But the main guy who was the most articulate and polite, oh, Dan Burnside. Dan Burnside. That's it. He he was the most polite and yeah. friendly. But then by the end, it wasn't friendly oh, at all. Switched. But it was a night we it, left. It, it, it had a clip of him saying, "If you come to our country, and this is just it popped my mum. My mum was." Yeah. Cr- was cracking up. It was like, you come to our country, you got to speak our language. Zika. Zika. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's that weird thing of like, we're proud Americans with Nazi flags. It's a, ma- yeah. it's a mental idea, It doesn't you know? make sense. But the, 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 the other t- two bits that, 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 pro- that proper made me laugh was the, um, who were the, the Swedish? Oh, movies? yeah. That was the first episode. Do you know what's weird about that episode is they were talking about alt-right before we even know what that was. Yeah. Because they were like, because that was made right in the beginning. That was made when Trump 
was oh, a ridiculous really? yeah, yeah, yeah. running. It was yeah. like it was still a joke. Yeah. Oh, Trump's running, and yeah. he kept saying, "We're alt right, we're alt right." And I was like, "What?" And we, what me, that? and me and my crew were just like, "What the fuck is alt right?" We just didn't know but what again, it was. It just cracked me up, is because they were saying that these are the new, the new Hitler Youth and this kind yeah. of thing, and they're saying, you know, we do everything we can to stay within the law, but if we're pushed, sometimes it yeah. won't. And you ask him, what it's like. Well, you know, we have egged a refugee centre before. <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to say tee hee. It, yeah, 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 it was yeah. so naughty, boy. Yeah. It's like, I'm ready for this scary yeah, what yeah, laws yeah, we yeah, yeah. were with. We've thrown eggs at a refugee centre. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. you fucking rebels. Yeah, and there was that one bit. It's this one bit at the end where it's like, I was like, I know, I know it's your website. He goes, it's not my website. I said, I know it is. And that's kept on writing about. And then uh, there's one bit at the end <laughs> where he just goes, uh, and he goes, yeah, but you don't want to be my friend anymore anyway. Yeah, it's, it's so childish. Yeah, you're like, you, but you don't want to be... He goes, he goes, he goes uh, when I come to England, I'm not going to ask you for a beer because you don't want to be my friend anymore. Like, you're going to look really sad about it. And I was yeah. like, mate, like, it's not, you're not a bad dude, but you're just mad views. Mad views and proper childish. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, with all Frederick Hagberg. Yeah, he, I mean, it was hilarious. I, I will round things up. But again, I want to highlight as well... You, you, you go and speak in one episode to a guy called the Black Rebel, who yeah. is a black guy defending the Confederate yeah. flag. So it's not just all kind of look at these crazy white people. It's, no. it's a real, I mean, a real I do, variation. I, do, I, do, I mean, people really do hit me up and they go, "Well, why don't you speak to this guy?" And I'm going, "Well, give me his number." <laughs> like, yeah. I don't, yeah, yeah, people, yeah. people have this weird idea of what how you make a documentary, it's and it's same takes, with the podcast. Yeah, people are, it, oh, why haven't you had this person? It's like, yeah, I don't know that. person. Yeah, I don't know. Like, how, how do I hook that up? And how like, do I? Oh, put, <laughs> Why, why don't you have a Jim Chowdhury? And I'm like, because he said no. Yeah. It would you, yeah. you know, it's that weird thing of like, you know, I can only film people who want to be filmed. Mm. And, uh, you know, so it's, like, it's really, and like, I'm, I'm willing to talk to extreme left. I'm willing to talk to extreme right. Like, well, I was when I was making the show. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, I think I've come to the, I, I, I have nothing else to say about it as well. I think I've, I've yeah. I need to do more comedy and more funny shit. And, yeah, 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 you know? yeah. So the last two things I've noted, n- number one, um, as I've said, I like the casualness of it all, the personalness of it all, but every now and then there's a, a, a serious m- m- moment and you drop a proper highbrow question. Who wrote them? That's not, they, you know, there's such a change in tone. There's such a, Dude. it's always so like all friendly. And then there'll be this point where you're, you turn into a, pro- a proper journalist <laughs> and proper, it gets all serious. And it was with Al Sharpton and with yeah, yeah, the yeah, Reverend yeah. Guy Few. I was like, these bits aren't, this, this is I different. Sw- I, I, I swear done. Because I'm very honest about if you know, there's a lot of stuff there that I that I didn't choose to be in there. Yeah. Uh, but that, those I, I I generally I won't let no one write me questions. I love it. And uh, yeah, so every and I don't prep before I go to an interview. I thought yeah. I have an idea of what I want to get to, yeah. but I don't let no one write. Because I think if you if, you, if someone's writing your questions, because it happened once actually, and it's footage we never got to use anyway. It was in yeah. Ukraine, where. Uh, people were trying to give me a script and it just felt so forced and I was yeah. just like I'm not doing this I'm not that, I'm that, not a presenter I'm not a presenter if you want someone to do that then go get that dude Yeah, this is what I'm doing I so all, the, all of that stuff was uh, me and it, it, it is a, it, I keep on saying a comf- I make up words Yeah, like I say comfortability a lot and it's not a real word but I keep on saying it I keep saying like yeah but you have this sort of level of comfortability you know and I, I keep on saying that Sneak word it all in. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, love yeah. it and I keep on saying Wu-Tang as well I mean that's, <coughs> that brings me on to the final question because yeah. it's something you put to Al Sharpton and I like that he was like I can't answer that question. I think he doesn't know. I, I, I reckon he, he doesn't, doesn't know. know. Yeah, I think he doesn't know. He doesn't know. And I, I think that, that was it. But yeah, I yeah. it's a slick move. But so who is your favourite Wu Tang member? ODB. Of course, it's ODB. OD- ODB for me. ODB, Cool Keith, Redman. Yeah, is kind of influenced my comedy. 
Like that manic sort of gif. I remember like there was a Redman video. And I can't remember what video. I think it was Dirty. And oh, maybe one of those videos. I remember you used to get the CD and you put it in the CD drive and you'll play the music video. Yeah. And my, my mum's husband's mum was around. And I'm playing this video, and it's like he's he's wearing like a big red man suit, and there's women fighting, and he's smoking a joint. I remember <laughs> yeah, heard yeah. this. I remember heard this going, "Oh my god!" And I remember that just was like, "That's that's what, what I want to make." It's something that'll make your grandma not like it. And I just and so you know, ODB, Cool Keith, uh, like MF Doom, how he does sort of like saying smart shit, dumb, yeah, like all of that stuff, yeah. Like really, I mean, in comedy also, you know, we got Patrice O'Neill and all the, yeah, yeah, all yeah, the greats yeah. that influenced me as well, but. Um, I say ODB is my favourite. Did you ever play the computer game? Oh my god, what taste the pain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was amazing. Wasn't you it? To, you to, As if they come up with just a beat 'em up. Yeah, and then you had to do you had to type in the <laughs> password to get the blood. Yeah, he, and I was to play and it was the only time I would pick you god, right? Because he was you god used to have like um the fists and then he'd do the finishing move and they'd be like, You can't beat me, son. Yeah. And then yeah, they'll yeah, be yeah. they'll be they'll be fighting in wallabies. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That was Who's your favourite Wu-Tang member? I'd go ODB. I, I was lucky enough. I remember years ago, I, uh, me and Dan Sachs supported RZA. You're lying. At, at, was at, he like? At the O2. Only met him briefly. He was cool as fuck. But yeah. it was amazing for us because at that point, uh, we had a song called Fixed, which is kind of calling out UK hip-hop. And yeah, it was saying yeah, I remember that, it. Again, it was saying that Dizzy came out and changed the fucking g- game. Mm. I should have... You should credit Wiley and everyone else. But again, in this, in this moment, it's dizzy. And the whole point of the song was saying, but then everyone started doing exactly the same. Yeah. And Grime now, as you contest, has, has upped its game and changed completely and doing yeah. amazing things. But at that point, Dizzy came out and it felt like everyone else was just doing yeah. Boy in the Corner. Yeah. And I remember... Say so everyone's doing sort of Migo rap now. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. I, I remember Polar Bear was at that, that gig who was a spoken word artist and rapper and all sorts of other stuff in Birmingham. He was saying he looked round the venue with just awkwardness at the amount of UK hip hop art. Because again, mm. if Riz is in town, yeah. all of UK hip hop is going to be yeah, there. Don. But again, it was beautiful. Us d- doing that song yeah. and looking round at them all, kind of screw face, but then also having to, to, to acknowledge, well, they picked... They picked you guys to support. I mean, That's but, why, because we were doing yeah. something that, that no one else was doing. And plus, as well, and plus as well, bro, it's like you made that song, so you do it in front of the people you're talking Mate, about. We supported, and you, and you stand by your, you stand by your words, and I respect uh, that. Uh, we supported Bizzle at his album launch. Oh no way! And we were like, "Do we play fixed or not?" And I was like, "It's all good playing it to fucking cool East London kids. Yeah. We've got to play it here." And we l- l- literally, you could have drawn a line down the room. Half the room. We're loving it and getting into it, and half the room was screw face, uh, angry. And it's like, but again, are you still, you still rapping? No, I'm not. I'm you kind give of, up rapping? I've stopped. I've stopped. If I get, it's it's one of them where, and I get asked this a, a lot. Of I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's good. I like to answer it every now and then when I, can I, I, I articulate. Because I was going to ask you now. I'll ask you off the mic because I need to know. <laughs> yeah. No. No. It's 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 one of them where I'm really pleased with my back catalogue, and I know that every gig I ever did, mm. not that I smashed the fuck out of, but mm. I did, I put everything into it, mm. and I stopped after our biggest gig and our biggest tour. Mm. So for me, I only want to come back if I can write something that improves upon the back catalogue. Mm. And again, I, I'm proudest of my of my last album, of one of the middle I mean, you're ones. Very it's kind of, that's it, we've done a, a loads. It's one of them. I, I feel I'll only... I know that I could make some, some, some money off touring and doing music, yeah, yeah, yeah. but 
I don't want to do it if I can write new stuff that improves upon it, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think it's that. And it's, what excites me at the moment yeah. is the podcast, is well, you've got to go acting, your is stuff, doing all it? these yeah. other things. I think, and, I think, yeah, you just, I think you don't, you know, it's that weird thing of just turning out and turning up for the check. 100%. And I mean, look, you know, if, you, if, that, if, that, if that ain't you no more, I think, I, think, I think it's better for your fans as well, man. Yeah, And I 100%. think it's, you know, at least you're giving them something that's a good product it's and what, honest and in your heart. Say, you know? People hit me up and say, I want new music. And I'll correct them. I go, no, you want good new music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want a shit new record. That you then who go, these, who I preferred your people? first album. I preferred your first yeah. album, man. It's like, cool, that's still I there. want new music. Well, yeah. I want a lot of things, man. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to do? Yeah, I love it. But what's ahead for you then? If you, uh, if I'm you, going on tour. You, and you're touring everywhere as well. Yeah, do you think man. Do you think your kind of international fan base is to do with the, the show as well because Vice is quite yeah, a, a yeah. worldwide I mean, thing. It, it plays a part I mean look man I'm not going to sit here and say that you know the reason why I sell more tickets or when I sold tickets on the last tour wasn't because of the show yeah, yeah, yeah and it's yeah. given me a, a reason it's given me audience in America yeah. which I wouldn't have had before yeah, um, yeah. It's yeah, that thing, though, that anything like that, all it does is give you a platform if you're yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That no one's going to no, give course, a fuck. Of course, of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really make, make a difference. But, um, and I've been in enough shit, but, um, and no one gave a fuck. But, uh, yeah, so um, I'm, doing, I'm doing the mad places. Like, I mean, on the last two, I mean, some of the places I'm doing aren't because of biases. I'm just going up there to, to build fan base there, yeah. the, the old school. Because that's it. I looked at your lineup and I was like, mate. Yeah, there's so much. Mad it's places. not. I normally look at comedians' l- l- lineups, and there's loads, but it's loads Paul. in England. It's Paul, and is it? Yeah, yeah. And you're kind of going all over yeah, Europe. Yeah, because I think I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to the small, small towns in England. Not because I ain't got love for them, but because uh, it's just you know I don't. I won't sell enough tickets. Yeah. So it's like I might as well fill those dates up with Copenhagen and places like that. So yeah. I'm going like I'm going like Latvia, Lithuania, Finland, Estonia. I've been like I've been mad places. Um, Austria, I think I'm going to Austria. Uh, I'm going to Australia. I'm doing, I've got the American dates are coming out soon. But um, yeah, so I've just booked my London venue, which is Hackney Empire, which is going to be there. Yeah, yeah but it's big. That? It's big. I think it's like one, two. It's big. Yeah, it's, it's big. It's very it's big. big. I know. But how mad is that for you as a, as a London kid? It's weird, man, because I, be I played that on my first TV break. Uh, my really? first TV break was John Bishop show. Right, yeah. yeah way yeah. before I was probably ready. And uh, I got my first break on that show. Uh, on, in that venue and I remember being young and it's a soppy story but I remember being young and being at that venue and being like I want to play this place one yeah. time man. and you know to be you know to actually be doing it there is pretty it's dope great. yeah man it's weird you know like again man like I'm really I was always just like I just wanted to play Amsterdam so now everything that happens I kind of just accept it and, and kind of go with it I don't have this sort of grandiose it's idea so- and plan I, I, think, I think then that becomes yeah. a bit there's things I want to do and achieve don't get it twisted but this sort of idea of you know I need this and this and this or I won't be fulfilled and complete is uh, you know I try to get my fulfilment from other places and I haven't achieved that yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah, uh, yeah, it's yeah, got like, and it's a work in progress still yeah. um, but you know just the idea of uh, and, it's, and it's this weird thing now of what I'm sort of deeming as success yeah, you know, and I, and, it, and, it, and the and the game's always changing. I'm trying not to get caught up in what other people deem as success, and try to let that influence my idea now. Completely, because I think you know, for a little while it was that, and uh, it's, you know, it's, but... it's weirdly, it's one of the things I like. It's one of the things I've learned from acting is the fact is a lot of stuff you'll do it and you can't talk about it yet. Mm. So, so you will have achieved all this really stuff that you're really proud of, mm. and you can't say to everyone, "Oh, look how good I'm yeah, doing," yeah, yeah. and then. then then by the time it comes you're out, it. you're on to the next thing and you're yeah. over it. So that kind of <coughs> has made me a lot more in that world of 
just appreciate it in the moment. Yeah. Don't worry about what other people deem mm. it as and what this seems. It's like, no, you've done that, and that people... that meant everything to, to you at the time, and that's yeah. all that counts. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely... I'm the fact de- that you can't talk about it allowed me to appreciate yeah. the fact that I don't need to talk about everything yeah. I fucking do. No, I get that. That's, 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 a, that's a good way of looking at it, man. Yeah. Like, I kind of just now, like... I'm kind of in that spot where I'm like, you know what, like, I, you know, just do things you want to do. And it sounds easy, but right. when you're a showbiz man, it ain't like that. You know what I'm saying? You kind of, you, 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 uh, you, um, you compromise sometimes I mean, and you do this and you, you know. A full circle a bit here, but it's one of the things that me and Gus connected on hugely mm. when we met. Cause he was like, I didn't go and do Edinburgh. I didn't yeah. go down to London. I did my thing in Birmingham, in my, in, in my ends. Mm. And he did it his way. Yeah. And again, I think, yeah, as you say, there's always going to be points along the road where you're like, well, maybe I should try this or maybe I should try that. But I think we are living more and more in a world where you can kind of do things your way a little bit. Yeah, you don't have to we have to take all now these now things. No, yeah. no, and I think it's good. I think that's what, um, you know, that's why I like, you know, come do this type of stuff, yeah. like 100%, because I, I appreciate the dudes doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. I appreciate the dudes who are out here and they're just like, I'm doing it this way. Yeah. You know, and uh, this is it, and this is it, and that's what I think. I'm, you know, my, you know, that's with the tour and stuff, and it's all self. It's, you know, we're not going to big promoters and shit. We're doing it. It's we're trying to sell it online. We're so, trying to sell it. So where can, can people? Oh keep yeah, up if you, online, if, you uh, if you go on my Instagram, I'm not. I'm shit at social media, so I, I, I'm on Twitter. Yeah, and that's just purely releasing. So don't expect funny tweets. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not that guy. Uh, if you go Instagram, Jamali Maddox, uh, it's the same with Twitter and all of that. Um, uh, go on my website and it's a mailing list and I promise I won't be spamming you with a bunch of bullshit either. I'm not like that. Uh, I so like it these days because mailing lists these days, because big companies or whatever don't really give a fuck about mailing lists yeah. anymore. So all the people who have mailing lists, it's good shit. Yeah. Like this guy, Rob Alton, who's a comedian and everything, his mailing list is it's brilliant. Yeah, Every now and then, he'll just he'll sit down for an afternoon and write a long letter yeah. and send it out to Daniel him. Kitson. Like, yeah, exactly. It's like, it. They're the mailing list. To, a mailing list is something I want to be on now. Whereas yeah. previously, it'd be like, oh, I had to get my address. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Now it's like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, got the mailing list. I'm releasing early tickets. I have got some merch coming. I'm trying to merch. I'm trying to get that merch game up, bro. I like it. But, I'm all about that merch. Yeah, merch I know. I'm game. trying to. I need, need, need hookups. I need, I need to talk to you after about that. Actually, I need to talk to you about some of this. I need to talk to you about this because I'm trying to start my own podcast as well. I got the. Yeah. I bought the H6. Nice. To try and get ready. But um, yeah. So if you go on my website and I'm doing tours across England, UK, doing some dates in America. Uh, yeah, man. And it's gonna be, you know, it's just gonna be some dank comedy, man. It's not gonna be no, no, uh, no, no, no bells and whistles, mate. It's just gonna be some good old fashioned. Talking shit on stage, man. It's the so way come it's down, be. man. Thank you very much for coming on. No, the thanks chat. for having me, brother. I'm sorry if it's been boring. No, I, I, and again, I love that we've just hooked it up. <laughs> yeah, definitely. In, in under a week, we've yeah, just gone. Man. Let's do it. You're about Monday. I'm about Monday. All right, cool. No See you then. Bye bye. Thanks for having me, brother. There we go. That was Jamali Maddox on the Distraction Pieces podcast. If you enjoyed that, he was recently a guest on Ramesh's Hip Hop Save My Life, which annoyed me slightly because, as I keep mentioning, I've been been sitting on this podcast for a bit. So if I hadn't kept having to push it back, I would have beaten Ramesh. But now it looks like I've just copied Ramesh. But it's a great podcast, so go and check that out. Um, Jamali is hitting the road in September. He is at Comedia in Brighton. 
on September 12th. On September 13th, Glee Studio in Nottingham. September 14th, Junction 2, Cambridge. September 17th, that's a good three days off there, you lazy prick, um, is the Stand Comedy Club in Glasgow. September 18th is the Stand Comedy Club in Newcastle. September 20th is the Wardrobe in Leeds. September 21st is the Hen and Chicken in Bristol. September 22nd is the Rondo Theatre in Bath. September 25th is the Cookie in Leicester. October 2nd is the Lead Mill in Sheffield. October 3rd is the Crescents in York. October 4th is the Hot Water Comedy Club in Liverpool. October 5th is Gorilla in Manchester. Gorilla was picked as one of the top five places to drink when Beans on Toast was on the Hardcore Listing podcast, so check that out. October 7th is the Glee Club in Oxford. October 18th is the Slade Rooms in Wolverhampton. October 20th is Derby Theatre in Derby. October 21st is Glee Club Birmingham, um, which is where um, my boy Gus Khan does a lot of stuff, so check that out. October 22nd is Club Eifenbach. Um, in Cardiff, October 24th is Black Box in Belfast, and the big one, November 3rd, go along to this, it's his biggest show, it's going to be amazing, it's the Hackney Empire in London, such a great venue, such a beautiful historical venue, yeah, get along to that, November 3rd, Hackney Empire, London, get your tickets. Um, Thank you for tuning in, as said, I'm going to be back with a little bonus one, on Friday, it's a bit shorter than usual, but it's a bonus. So, honestly, you're going to love it. Um, until then, see you later.